Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News brought to you by Cutting to the Bull and the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. This is our weekly show where we go through stuff we've on the net this week. Yeah, some of it's a bit weird, some of it's paranormal, some of it's got UFOs in it, some of it's got Bigfoot. Woo! What else do you want? What more can you want in life? Nothing for me. <laughs> but it's called Weird News. Let's roll. My big news this week is my lightsaber arrived today. Oh, why didn't you bring it with you? Because it's not charged yet. Oh, you could have been charging it. It's on charge as we speak. So is Bigfoot in Britain? Is he on holiday? Is he living here? Has he got a summer pad? Big, funny, Bigfoot did come to England. They did do a, uh, an investigation here. There has been sightings in the UK. This is the most recent. Mysterious figure lurking in Lancashire woods is claimed to be Mystery Beast. Ooh. Bigfoot enthusiast Adam Bird, who captured the image, claims it could be the most convincing evidence yet that Britain is home to the mythical beast. Could these startling pictures be evidence that Bigfoot is lurking in the British countryside? This is from the Daily Mirror, by the way, in the UK. Mirror.co.uk, if you want to go and have a look. The eerie image appears to show a large, shadowy figure looming menacingly behind a tree in a Lincolnshire woods. Bigfoot enthusiast Adam Bird captured the picture while walking on a, an infritsky nature reserve and said he was stunned to spot the shadowy figure staring back at him in the photo. After hearing of previous Bigfoot sightings in the nature reserve, Adam from Nottingham ventured into the woodland in search of clues. He followed some strange noises and suspiciously large footprints in the woods before capturing what he believes is the mysterious beast on camera. Ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me with it. Ooh. Mm, that could just be a shadow. <laughs> hey, let's mm. look at him. Is there any, other pic- tree? any other pictures? Have I zoomed in anymore? No, there's a picture of a footprint he took. Nope, that's it. No. Oh, can you zoom in on that picture at least? No. No, it just looks like what could be a shadow. To be fair though, when you look at the distance of that, that could be potentially quite tall. No, I don't think he's that far away. I'd put him at no more than 23 metres away. I really wouldn't. I don't think he's that far. Looks like an Ewok. <laughs> could be not, an Ewok. I'm not a big foot. Could be an Ewok. Thing is, when you get pictures like that, there's, you just can't. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could just be somebody stood there. It's hardly staring back at him, and it, you can't tell it's menacing either. No. no, it's too far to be anything apart from a vague shadow. Yeah. yeah. But the footprint that he found yeah, is quite it's interesting. Footprint. You're looking a good, good sized foot there. I'd like to see the footprint I can't without. See a footprint. I'd like to see the footprint I, without the red line. Yeah, yeah I'd like the to red see line that, yeah. that makes it look like a footprint. Yeah, because yeah. I could put my foot on the dirt outside and take a picture and then get paint or whatever and not paint. I mean the the Microsoft app thing, paint, old school, and, and draw on that. Uh, oh, I found a Sasquatch footprint in Telford. You can see some toes there. Look at the top oh. and. Yeah, I would still like to see it but without it's clear the, cut, is it? Without no. the red. He looks like he's got quite a fat foot, mind. So. Are you suggesting that this Bigfoot enthusiast would lie to get get two hundred quid from the mirror, saying he's seen Bigfoot? Hmm. No, yeah. never. I make no bold claims, he says, but my fellow investigators think this could be genuine evidence that British Bigfoot exists. I think they're starved for evidence if that's the scenario. 
That is just some, some happy to say. So. <laughs> right. No, they, they, there is a count that that is a shelter that you could say if is that big enough for a seven no, eight that's, foot that's enough person for a, to get in it. Some kids camping. That's no squat house. No, no, but that does have similarities to the ones they find in Americas and places like that. Yeah, but be. they have enough room for a eight, nine foot beast to right. get in them. You mean they just got out there a bit earlier and dug it out a bit more? You never know. <laughs> you don't know, do you? Had this man got some plaster of Paris, like, patted yeah. it down onto that area, then turfed it out after it was dry, and then it showed you know, a bit more of an imprint of a foot. Casting that, like they do. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a lot, you know, a lot more... I, I think you're absolutely right, Claire. Yeah. And if he was out I there looking for... If you're out there looking for a Bigfoot, take your plaster of Paris yeah, with you. why didn't he? Every Bigfoot hunter... Worth their salt! Yep. Every do. Bigfoot hunter worth their salt takes the plaster they of Paris They really do, them. which is why they always come back with these... Casts. Cast. Exactly. I think that's... If you see there, the way that that's I don't know if you can across the room, guys, but there's a, a branch going straight down. It frames Bigfoot perfectly. You see here? Yeah. You see that branch? So it frames him perfectly in yeah. that gap. I think it's a shadow. I'm sorry, Adam. I think your Bigfoot picture might be crap. Mm. Oh, there's an underground group that goes out and pretends to be Squatches and sees if, like, you know, if they make it to the news. Yeah, they do it on a Saturday night. Mother crop circles. Yeah. Mm. Let's dress up as Bigfoots and go out in the woods. Or it could really be a British Sasquatch. I'm not saying it's out of the question. But not this, from that, this not case. From that not photo. from this photo. Yeah, that's There's no reason there's no British Bigfoot. If that He's got a cup of tea. He rides around a penny farthing <laughs> and a smoothie and a top hat. Like, hello, good day to you, sir. Takes his pipe out of his mouth. Takes his pipe. Ah, hello, oh. hello. How would you do? Would you like a crumpet with that cup of tea? I will write a sitcom one day where Bigfoot's an 18th century British detective in London hunting Jack the Ripper. That'd be ace. <laughs> Can I play Jack the Ripper? Detective Harry Squatch. He <laughs> 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 just goes around the penny farthing talking to prostitutes trying to find Jack the Ripper. Yeah, you can play Jack the Ripper, Pete. I know that. Mike, you can play Bigfoot if you want. <laughs> Get some stilts. Well, well, right. It's camera trickery, mate. Like the hobbits <laughs> reversed. Playing some prostitute roles going on for you. <laughs> yep. Will <coughs> be prostitute two or three. three. Ill fairness, she's probably going to be playing all of them. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, Claire. We're way. just going to make them different. I'm behind the camera. You're the only girl we know, so. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not buying that picture. I love, obviously, everyone knows by now I love Bigfoot, but don't, not buying that one. How much have you masturbated over that oh. video of uh, oh, that sexy, sexy Bigfoot, Bigfoot I sent you? Sexy Bigfoot. Whoa, In a thong and bra. Genuinely, if that was what Bigfoot looked like and she wanted to come on to me, number one, I wouldn't say no because she's a beast and she'd rip baby. you apart. <laughs> I'd, I'd say yes out of fear, I mean, mate, but mate, I she don't was, think I'd not enjoy it. Mate, she was twerking. She had the full intention of coming on to you. She this wasn't going to rip you apart. This is what I mean, though, but it's like you, you might well enjoy it. You, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say no to a Bigfoot. What are they going to do? And if nothing else, mate, squash you. It's who I've always squash wanted to go. You. Death by Snoo Snoo. Exactly. That, that's what I'm kind of basing that's it That's how on. I want to go. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm basing it. It's like... Snoo snoo! Uh, you get to the afterlife, how'd <laughs> you die? Fucked a Bigfoot. Or <laughs> well, you survive, 
And everyone calls you the Bigfoot fucker. Uh, I, I'd take that acclaim. I would. I'd take that acclaim. Well, you didn't fuck the Bigfoot. And then I'd show him the video and say, look, if, if Bigfoot... Yeah. If Bigfoot... You, 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 you Don't fuck with the Bigfoot fucker. Set up an OnlyFans where you go back and meet you and have more sex. Yeah, man. Record it for OnlyFans. Yeah, man. Bigfoot porn. Bigfoot porn. Don't fuck with him, he fucked a big foot. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sexual awakening with Sasquatch. <laughs> and then we were only fans. Uh, <laughs> wasn't a fan of the fellatio, though. <laughs> Teethy. Bit toothy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a bit too hairy for me. <laughs> you don't want to... The, mas- <laughs> the hairy lip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's alterations you can make for appearance. Give her a shave. <laughs> <laughs> shave the bikini line, man. Just the bikini yep. line. That's it. I'm your foo now. We're all right. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I, I do jest. I, I'm not really that weird. I am joking. Yes. Oh, the thing is, none of the listeners know me, so damn. They will think I'm a weird Bigfoot fucking... Wanna, <laughs> big I want to... Sh- I want to shag a Bigfoot. You know I really that, don't. Pete, you know what that technically makes you? The furry. Oh, yeah, Because <laughs> I guarantee you there's a furry somewhere that dresses up as Bigfoot. Well, we saw her. There you go, yeah. That's yeah. kind of the equivalent, isn't it? I'd say. Yeah, but you ain't turning that down. Yeah. <laughs> she was a hot black woman in a costume, so, yeah, she'd have had it. Clearly. In the costume. Nah, take the costume <laughs> off. In but the costume. she was clearly quite fit, so... Moving on. <laughs> Tent standoff after horse and cart customers oh. turned away from McDonald's drive-thru. Oh, that's shocking. That's hilarious. Terrible. Two men who pulled up at McDonald's drive-thru and a horse and cart were turned away. The men's vehicle was reportedly deemed a health and safety hazard and a standoff took place. I guess if the horse shits outside the drive through window, <laughs> there is a chance of food contamination. <laughs> Plus flies. Yeah, but they have like Thank shit catchers, want... don't they, on those carts sometimes? They have <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're not seeing them. They have like yeah. a fucking, almost like a tarpaulin sheet. Like a... <laughs> That must be great. You're strapping along behind the horse. It lifts its tail, has a shit on the tarpaulin sheet, no more than three foot in front of you, and then you're smelling a horse's shit the rest of the journey. If you've got horse and cart, you probably don't give a shit about the smell of horse poo. It probably doesn't bother you. I don't want it blowing in my face for the rest of the journey, though. No matter how much I'm used to it. Think how many times they fart when they're running along. He's like, oh shit, I'm well downwind of that. I tasted that one. Do you think this was some travelling folk or something? More than likely. Sadly not. Content creator Jake Sweet filmed the incident after stopping to buy a chicken legend meal. The men were filmed trotting past him to place an order. However, the hungry customers were apparently turned away for not being in a proper vehicle. A tense standoff then ensued when the customers asked to file a complaint. Jack claimed that the branch manager then threatened to contact police. Some social media users suggested this was a miscarriage of justice. (laughs) (laughs) However, the duo appeared to give up on their order and apologised to fellow customers in the queue behind them. The footage was shared by Jack on TikTok to his 10 million followers. Yeah. Ah, see, look, there you go, shit catcher. Where? 
it could be there now. No, that's just is that just a pole. Yeah, that's just the. the but no, I've seen them before now, where they have like see where that pole is. It's just like a sheet that does catch poo. In all fairness, I dreamt it. It's not even that much of a horse and cart. No, it's, just, mean, uh, it's more of a pony and a fucking. And he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a what do you call it an influencer, the content creator. So he makes his money in it. So it's just a stunt. Basically. Yeah, basically. He said it was just luck that he was there at the time. Bullshit. Of course he does. Bullshit. Yeah, because we've all seen horse and carts club to McDonald's. Mm. It happens all the time, doesn't it? Mm. A McDonald's spokesman said, our drive-through lanes are custom-built for motor cars, vans, trucks, and road-worthy mobility scooters. Ah, so you can go on a mobility scooter. Yeah. That's, nice. That's ridiculous. What about motorbikes? The health and safety of our customers' employees are top priority. For this reason, we're able to serve pedestrians, bicycle riders, non-roadworthy mobility scooters, horse riders, or any horse-drawn vehicles through the drive-through lane. So yeah, you can't go through on a motorbike. Yeah, I used to on my scooter. Maybe class that as a mobility scooter. Yeah, it's just driving, isn't it? As opposed to walking. <clears throat> yeah. I doubt they do those little scooter things that they're buzzing around on either. I do know people that have tried to get on in them on a push bike and they've been turned away. Like, oh, I've got wheels. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> get in the store. In fact, don't bother. Well, yeah. If I was there, though, I'd just save them, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because like, no, I'd be like, no, sorry, sir, no horses. They don't sorry, want their bikes, well. Nick, do they? Hmm? If you leave your bike outside, Pete, you know, it's likely to get nicked, isn't what it? What if someone steals your horse and cart? I mean, if you say, I'd save the horse and cart, people, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd mm. save the horse. Yeah, they'd be trotting away in seconds, wouldn't they? Yeah, as long as you don't like, leave them, you know, parked up in the, these fucking job in the bays. That fucking follow the rules. No, nah, I'd ask him to go and park in a bay, because it'd be fucking hilarious. Watch him with this. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, if you just park in a bay. Actually, that would be the sensible to thing that. to do then. What? To create less risk of them shitting on the, the drive, on the actual yeah. driveway of the drive-through kind of thing. So you're just like, okay, right, go on, go there, we'll bring it out to you. Well, look, if he just saved him, they'd be gone in a few seconds, wouldn't they? Yeah. But then there's a standoff, it's there for longer, yeah, yeah. more yeah, chance of shitting anyway, issue. so... Yeah, much bigger issue then. Good but, job this happened in Birmingham in the UK, because yeah. otherwise there'd be guns drawn, it was America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. There'd have been horse brains and people brains all over the place. Stoke-on-Trent, I people think. People brains. Stoke-on-Trent. The magical Basic, land of Stoke-on-Trent. Basically Birmingham for outsiders. Yeah, guess it is, actually. Just up the road. Right then, moving on. Tourists squealing as thousands of spider crabs swarm the beach in Cornwall. Mm. Attack of the crabs, ladies mm. and gents. Oh. Why would you be worried about lots of spider crabs? Because there was a heaving crush of them. They're not venomous or anything, are they? I know, but you're having a nice, like, you know, lie down on the beach. You know, I'll be like, ah, dinner! <laughs> 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 fucking right! Hey, hey, hang on, I'm going to drink some puffin' on this. <laughs> <laughs> How many are you going to scoop up? As many as I can carry. Beach, you know, it's just totally going to wreck your, Sweet wreck as your day. Your kids are going to be like... I'd have them straight on the barbecue that I'd have going... <laughs> I'd be like running onto my barbecue but that cheers a popular tourist destination in Cornwall has become inundated with a heaving crush of spider crabs pictures shared on social media has captured a swarming stations as they massed in the shallows of Porth Wigan Beach in St Ives 
The crabs are there to shed their shells before returning to their breeding grounds as a part of their species annual migration pattern to seek out water, war, warmer waters. The crabs molt, they exit through the back of the shells leaving behind the whole exoskeleton including their legs and the eye stalks which can look just like an intact crab so you know once they've done their thing you've got a nice little oh remember that that crazy beach of the crabs you've yeah. got this little exoskeleton and you could dry that out and keep it couldn't you <laughs> you're a serial killer yeah and it's in me crabs <laughs> are there pictures well, you know, you keep some a pictures. snake skin mike you know and your, mm. your snake sheds it's not that creepy is it they really no pictures. There are, but there's. I've got a block, and they won't let me view the site, so I've got to put it on reading view. Oh, I have to see have a quick look. Hey, a crab exoskeleton. No, I want to see a picture of how many crabs are on the beach. You want to see if it's like a. I want to see how scary it would have been. I don't like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so are these are spider crabs. These are the ones they catch on Deadliest Catch, aren't they? I've no idea. I haven't seen that show for donkeys. Yeah, spider crab, aren't they? Spider crab, cool. Spider crab, spider crab. I put them down my trousers and hopefully they kill the other crabs. <laughs> 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 hey, well, they might be lucky, Mike, if I get a hand job. <laughs> pinch a bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would pinch a bit. It would just be mashing it in all fairness. <laughs> but the crab wars begin. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> the crab wars begin, so I'm going to start jacking off the crabs. They're big leggy fuckers, aren't they? They are. In all fairness, there mm. is quite a few. But at the minute, they're underwater. But I'd imagine if you're paddling and then all of a sudden. You're touching all them crabs and they're like tickling your toes and shit. Thousands and thousands of crabs, to be fair. I haven't touched, I haven't seen that many crabs since my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'd, they'd be going on me, but I'm joking. Q Scrappery. Yeah, they look, they look quite. Her eyes were on stalks. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't a crab. <laughs> They've got a good sized shell, so they look like they'd be nice and meaty inside. Yeah, I'd be eating as many as I could. <laughs> Cheers, easy. Bit of fresh crab. What time next year? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Okay, this is um, strangely reminiscent of the. This has been going on for years. This isn't new news. This has been going on for years. Strangely reminiscent of the... Uh, the Nat- They've reinstated it. Are they? Well, it's strangely reminiscent of the Nazi government's role in, or a stance in, in the 1930s and 1940s of rewarding women who have kids. It's uh, seen as like, hey, this is what you are, this is what you do. It's a bit of a backward step, isn't it? Russia's offering a hero's medal and $16,000 to women who have 10 kids. 10? Ten. Used to be seven. The uh, Mother Heroin Medal ranks alongside awards for bravery and services to the state. Yeah, ranked up uh, the highest. Yeah. Well, it comes with stipulations, including raising all the children with an appropriate level of care and all of them being alive, aside from those being killed in military or civic service. A lot of them being killed in Ukraine right now, isn't there? If you have ten yeah. kids, the probability of one of them being killed. Yeah. It's pretty high. Russia has long faced an economic challenge from a declining and ageing population, which has accelerated since its invasion of the Ukraine. So the Russian government has announced it's reviving the Soviet-era honorary title Mother Heroine, Comrade, I'm guessing. <laughs> Throw a comrade in there because it's the Soviet Union. 
Hmm. A woman who has ten or more children as it confronts a population decline that has accelerated since its invasion of Ukraine. According to a decree signed this week by President Vladimir Putin, the title will be awarded to those who birth and raise ten Russian citizens with a lump sum of one million Russian rubles, which is about $16,645, received when the tenth child turns one. Sweet. Of course, there is uh, some additional qualifications. They have to be given the appropriate level of care for health, education, physical, spiritual and moral development. The assessment process for which is not specified. Meanwhile, all children must be alive unless they die during military, official or civic service or in a terrorist attack. The mother heroine title was established in 1944. Well, I suppose you can you know, go with that one, can't you? A bit decimated by that point, weren't they? They're, they're in, yeah, all right, the war was... They were winning, but still, they, they needed guys. Russia's got a lot of people, but they'd lost a lot at that point. And it was bestowed until the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991. Recipients to receive a medal of a five-pointed star, so they haven't changed the sign then. They will be an equivalent rank to those of titles of Hero of the Russian Federation, usually awarded for bravery, and Hero of Labour, awarded for service to the state. Yeah, so there you go. Get ten kids, get a million rubles and a medal. As long as you bring them up okay. Which is probably impossible. I watched a documentary a a few years ago now, and it was with... I can't remember what the presenter's name is. He was a black guy, he went to Russia. He was like a BBC... He was like a... I, I don't know, like almost like a kid's presenter, but that's the way you'd know him from. Andy Crane? No. But he, <laughs> he went out there and he was talking to like a family and they were saying, yeah, in Russia you have, I think, it, I'm sure it was seven children and you get a medal and they pay you. Uh, and you met Andy Peters, by the way. Andy Peters, yeah. yeah. Andy Crane Andy was Peters. the white guy. <laughs> oh, right. God um, damn. God damn my institutionalised racism. But yeah, and so I'd heard about this years ago. Oh, well, they've reinstated it, so how long ago did you hear about it? Uh, Five, four, five years ago at the most. No, this one's a new medal then, I guess. I I think it is, so I don't think it's... Well, they've reinstated an old one, haven't they? Because I'm sure it was seven. They get, like, Freedom of the Town, lost a medal, kind of Lost a lot of casual... It says they stopped it in 1991 here, so believe the article or not. Doesn't matter, but anyway, yeah. the Russian population failed by a record eighty-six thousand people a month. Wow! From January to May. <sighs> Previous record was the decline of fifty-seven thousand people a month in two thousand and two. So obviously it's shot up because they're taking casualties as well, isn't it? Yeah, it must have. There's people leaving as well. No shit. Mm. Well, obviously the death rate's climbing. Yeah. Mm. Still. Have ten kids, get a medal. Still, it's mad, isn't it? It is mad. It's it's just what the Nazis did, isn't it? It's, you yeah, know, they're it's... trying to populate to make their country bigger and more powerful, so they can take over the world. Well, no, they, they can they can make it. They can do it for them reasons all they want. The fact is, they haven't got the economic structure in place to look after all properly. Mm. Russia is a very poor country. Yeah, but they're losing eighty-six thousand people a month. They need to replace them, don't they? That, that, that's it, isn't it? But every sort of country in the Western world is decreasing in population. They are, that's true, they are. Apart from Declining okay. birth rate. <laughs> Do apologise for the wind, but still there is a bit of a storm brewing outside. Next up, 
Tattoo artist disturbed his customer orgasmed as he inked their bum. What did he expect? <laughs> Andreas Curly Moore has tattoos covering his entire body. Some even have layers of artwork. The only place he says you'll never tattoo is the centre of his face. He's got the centre of his face tattooed <laughs> right there! The centre of his forehead. With that bit on his cheek oh, right yeah. to his nose. Where well, his nose tattooed. Pussy. So artist Andreas Moore, known as Curly, is covered in tattoos himself. The 56-year-old told how some designs even have multiple layers of work, tattooing over existing tattoos to alter the texture, so he's no stranger to the sensation of a tattoo gun. But one very satisfied customer enjoyed his time in the chair a little too much. While Andreas was tattooing the man's bottom, the customer ejaculated on the bench. <laughs> he said I had a customer who ejaculated when I tattooed him I was tattooing his bum and when it was finished he got up and the shop manager noticed an unpleasant deposit on the bench <laughs> which was weird and disturbing now when he says bum are we talking the actual inside why would you tattoo the inside of your arse why someone's clearly going to have a look at it <laughs> someone's going to have a look at it <laughs> well if you want the inside of your arse tattooed, you're doing it so people can look at it because of the lifestyle and sexuality you enjoy clearly. I don't know what, what, what kind of sex are you having when you're looking into someone's arse? Get my torch out! Oh! Oh! Is that, is that a rose? Is that like love mum? <laughs> love and hat. <laughs> Someone from the chapel in the in the Vatican, isn't it, with the gods reaching down to the man and touching fingers? I don't know that artwork's called, you know the one about. Yeah. Oh, Sistine Chapel. Sistine Chapel. Yes, that one. It's on their, on their ass. <laughs> Inside their ass. <laughs> now you can have the fingers like doing that on each bum cheek. So yeah, it's yeah, it's in the middle, it's yeah. an asshole. <laughs> Well, then again, I suppose if you lay face down and you've got your dick tucked up and he's vibrating your ass and that's going through you, I guess you might ejaculate. If you're tucked up against yourself. You might, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't know where I'd get my ass. I don't know. I don't know. I, you can just, just prolapse your anus so you can tattoo it. Oh. Now, what I'm saying is if he's, if he's doing the cheeks, <laughs> right? I'm doing the video. If you're laid face down on the on the on the chair, it's yeah. very close to the prostate, right. isn't it? And and you've you're tucked up to the left, say, or to the, yeah. And he's doing your left ass cheek. You probably feel that vibration going through to your dick. Yeah, no, there's I, a lot I, of nerve endings near your asshole. Yeah. So is he tattooing near the asshole or on the asshole, or is he tattooing the ass cheeks? cheeks and making it wibble and wobble? Yeah, he's not tattooing inside the asshole. I don't think. Clearly not. Either way. <laughs> It's funny either way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. You don't think he's a tattoo in the inner cheek? I mean, he splits the cheek and he's doing it like the inside there. Might be. Who knows? <laughs> Doesn't give a lot of definitions to his bum, he's just bum, or the, the ass is a big. We don't know why he has such big asses. We did that in the last episode. <laughs> or the upcoming episode. The last. <laughs> the last episode. You know, should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> Too many questions. 
And finally, so paranormal investigator thought ten foot tall Bigfoot would tear him to pieces. Oh, more Bigfoot news. Mm. We're Bigfoot heavy this week. Mm. Been a lot of so, Bigfoot sightings. Must be the heat. Walter Padilla makes a living as a paranormal investigator, but he claimed he had been left with nightmares after coming face to face with an enormous Bigfoot creature in the US. So the thing is about nine and a half to ten feet tall, massive muscles. He looked to be black but could have been dark brown. It was very dark, he told the Unsolved Mystery podcast. It looked like he had no neck, like his head was just plopped on top of its shoulders. <laughs> Um, the Sandy Tox figure the big footballs. Brock Lesnar. Eyes as big as golf balls, but I noticed that its hands were so big that they reached a bit below his knees. You think in dolly terms of I'm his hands as big as shovels. <laughs> I froze in the first time of my life, the man said, and felt an impending fear of death. I grabbed my gun and holstered it. I realised my weapon wasn't going to do anything but piss it off. So I put my hands up in the air and started yelling, I'm done! I'm dead! <laughs> Why? And a buddy tried to go down and shoot him, wouldn't you? I mean, you might get lucky, might get a headshot, yeah. might be the first guy to bring back a Bigfoot. Yeah. So Walter described how he had taken a sensible decision to abandon his hunt but not before fearing that he might come to serious harm. He continued, I turned around and I'm walking out, thinking that this is going to grab me, tear me to pieces, eat me, do something to me. I pretty much said, this is how I'm going to die. What, do something to me, what's he going to do to her? Was it a lady squatch? Thankfully, Walter managed to make a swift escape to his car before fumbling for his keys and speeding off to his companion. Chris had arrived back from, yeah, wherever. Get rid of from that. From the bit. observation point. But despite his fear, Walter had, was reluctant to entirely abandon his quest, so reached out to a Bigfoot research team based in Texas. And after returning to the site with the team safely in the daylight, the investigator admitted that he had been left scarred and of what he had witnessed. This affected me profoundly. Uh, I had a lot of nightmares, I still do sometimes. I begin to get scared at everything. It was a traumatic experience, but I need to deal with it because I refuse to give up enjoying nature. You're not said. enjoying nature, you're Bigfoot hunting, you're paranormal hunting, you start... I suppose you're enjoying nature. Has he ever got any pictures or anything? No. 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 Bollocks. It's, a, it's one of them, isn't it? It's a dream. It's just one of these that... Fell in the woods. You know what? I had a nightmare. If there is a Bigfoot and he's like barely up as though he's like 10, 20 foot away from me and I've got a gun, I've got a firearm. You're going to plow it down, Ben? Yeah. Oh, I don't aim for the head. If that thing comes at me, I mean, I'm not going to holster it and go, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> right? Because I refuse to just lay down and die. I'm going to just have it, let off know, as many rounds no, as you can. No, let's say that if it comes towards, I'm going to put my, I'm going to keep my hand close to it, yeah, where it's holstered. And should that thing start coming at me, then I'm going to start blatting away at its head. Are you going to speak out to it first and ask it a question? Well, yeah, I'm not going to start stop. shooting it as if it starts running at me, yeah. like it wants to rip my rip me limb from limb. 
then I'm going to defend myself, is what I'm saying, rather than just go, well, that's it, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Hands in the air, I'm dead. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. dead. I'm dead. See, that's why it falls down, but I don't believe that. You wouldn't, would you? You'd cheat. You, everyone's got that initial that self-preservation, haven't they? Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to think you go out, like, not kicking and screaming to the last. You know, I'm going to get, if that fucking gets on top of me, I'm putting my thumb in its fucking eye. Mm-hmm. Yep, number one, you've just saved your life. And number two, you possibly have the rarest find the fucking century. You know That's I mean? it. If you bring back a Bigfoot with a bullet in its head, and go, yep, yeah, there we go, intact corpse, apart from this bullet wound in the back between the eyes or wherever. Tried to eat me so I it killed it. tried to eat me so I killed it. Better than, a, better than a blob squatch picture. Better than a blob squatch. Better than some shadows. Yeah. It's, that's what you want, isn't it? Sadly, you that's what you want. You want, you, want, you, you want it either alive, you prefer it alive, mm. tranked up in a net, yeah. right? like Chewy, looking, you know, not pissed off too much, or you can bring it in dead. Either way, that's automatic proof straight away. For him to just go, well, just going to holster my gun, put my hands in the air and go, I'm done, I'm yeah. dead, I'm dead. And never mind the fact that my job, my literal job, is a paranormal investigator, and this would put me on the fucking map as the man who brought in Bigfoot. I'm not saying just shoot it, but if it's coming at you... Even if he kneecaps it and just takes a bit of the blood on, on a cloth... You know what? If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a little bit of blood, get the DNA. Yeah, yeah exactly. The thing is, it's very hard to just wing something. It really is, because... Bullets do a lot more, they just go in and out, they tumble and spiral and exit wounds are always bigger than entry wounds and you know, you might try and wing it in the knee and all of a sudden you've blown out its female artery. Assuming it's got a female artery. Don't worry, when I bed female Sasquatch, I will pull out some of her Oh, you can bring the babies round. I'll pull out some of her pubes (laughs) and we can all fucking, we can all test them and go, look, it's almost... Human, but not quite. It's a bit monkeyish, but it's real. And look at these babies. Well, look at these hairy babies. <laughs> here's Sasquatch Junior. <laughs> and here's Pete Junior. Because they've only birthed litters. <laughs> yeah. This one's Sasparella. <laughs> Feisty she is. Sassy Squatch. That's why I'm Sasparella. Sassy Squatch. On that bombshell. And Pete's solicit love family. <laughs> I was having Ben. Thanks for listening. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a good ending. Yeah, oh, uh, fantastic. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Don't be dressing up as Bigfoot because, well, I think over 50% of the time you're going to get shot by people like Ben. <laughs> Only if they charge me. Well, if you're doing it as a prank, I'd be all over the shop, I would. <laughs> and I've been Pete. Don't dress up as Bigfoot. Because I'm likely to try and shag you. So, how long is it Bigfoot alive and one in the UK? So, Pete, maybe your dream will come true. I'm on it. I'm off to Lincolnshire. No, where was it? Where was it? It was. Was it Lincolnshire? Wasn't yeah, it? I think it was. It's where my mum and dad live. Boom. <laughs> Holiday and sassy squatch haunting. I'm on it. <laughs> Make sure you don't fuck her. Distant cousin. <laughs> <laughs> or any Grantham birds. 
That's in Lincolnshire, I went there. He's still itching now. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go back to the crabs. <laughs> Let's not go back to the crabs. Saw those goddamn crabs. Swarming. <laughs>